This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Bo? Yeah? Travis? Yes. Ransomware. Fact of life? True? Not true? I don't know. I just hate it. I don't really care if it's a fact of life. It really pisses me off. I'd say true. It's it, it's so effective at this point. It uh, generates so much money for cyber criminals that I don't see it going anywhere anytime soon. So do you think ransomware is more a state-sponsored deal or a for-profit deal? It's a little column A, little column B. It kind of depends on how you how you define it, because it, in the sense that Putin knows who's doing this, at least in, on the Russian side of things, and he's not doing anything to stop it, that's kind of a that's a kind of state sponsorship. State allowed, at least. State, yeah, state condoned. Condoned. Um, state condoned. That's a good one. The, uh, of course, North Korea, it's a profit center for the government, I think. Putin probably has his fingers in, in, in their pot there. I mean, he, he, his buckets of money seem to grow every day, and maybe that's where he's getting it from. Maybe he's just siphoning it out of all of our collective fear of losing our data. Attacking critical infrastructure like fuel pipelines and water supplies and hospitals, things we really can't live without, that's supposed to be America's bright line when it comes to cyber attacks. That's what President Biden meant when he said we reserve the right to respond decisively when that line is crossed. Well, now we have just learned about a new ransomware attack by apparently a Russia-based criminal group on the very critical infrastructure that is our food supply. Okay, so so the thing that's getting me is that there's now arguments because people like Putin aren't stepping in. There's arguments between the hackers and people being targeted that go along the lines of this, like, well, you can't hack us because we are crucial supply chain. And the hackers saying, well, we don't really see it that way. And they're saying, you know, litigating their case with these hackers by saying like, well, we are because we supply feed to, you know, chicken uh, production and beef production and pork production. And um, and this is going to be worse than the colonial pipeline attack because people are, we're not going to be able to feed chickens and they're all going to go hungry. And so are you. It's also going to be something, too, where I can see just about any uh, victim or target of a ransomware attack suddenly just yelling. Uh, no, we think we're pretty critical here, guys. Yes. I mean, it's kind of kind of it's getting real. I mean, not that it wasn't already real, but the, at some point, there has to be some kind of governmental intervention, whether it is on our part with the Russians or on Russia finally playing ball and stopping it. But I don't think the Russians, or I don't think Putin believes that it is in his best interest to do anything that would not sow chaos. <laughs> that is, he is an agent of chaos. But I mean, but it gets to the point where like, where's the line? There isn't one. I guess that's the point. Welcome to What the Hack, a show about hackers, scammers, and the people they go after. I'm Adam Levin, ringmaster of this wonderful three ring cyber circus. I'm Bo Friedlander, cyber mensch, cyber interested, and a person who always replies when a hacker reaches out to me. And I'm Travis Taylor, resident tech guy, and I sleep a lot better at night not having an Instagram account. And today, as a matter of fact, we're talking with John Juniper, 
a photographer and eyewear designer from California, and he's recently been the victim of some ransom attacks on his social media. Hold on, let me take the video out. There you go. Hey, John. So, John, I guess the best way to really start this... But, Adam, Adam, yeah. before before you do that... Yeah. I, is there any way I could get you to sing the John Juniper song? It's not John, it's Jennifer. Come on, dear. Jennifer... Jupiter. That's all I know. I, I was awesome. playing Donovan in the background, but... Uh, uh, I want to bet. I want to bet. I bet that I could get you to do it. You did it. Thank you so much. You did. Okay. <laughs> Jennifer, Jennifer anyway, so we're pleased to welcome today John Juniper to, to the show. And as we like to do with all of our guests, we'd like to learn a little bit more about who you are. So, John... Who are you? What do you do? Where do you live? Uh, uh, well, my name is John Juniper. I'm living right now currently in West Hollywood, uh, California. Uh, what I do, I'm an eyewear designer. Um, so I design eyewear, high-end eyewear. I had a company for 25 years called Dita. Um, recently, about a year ago, I also did like Tom Brown for almost 10 years. And now I'm currently working with Balmain, relaunching their whole eyewear program, a new brand called Atoni, which is a high-end new brand. And another really nice brand like Rodeo Drive brand, but I can't announce it just yet. But yeah, that's who I am. I'm also a photographer. I snowboard. I surf. So you take you take photographs. I know um, I was asking um, Guinevere, my girlfriend about you and she remembered doing some makeup for you once upon a time was that what was that all about yeah that's exactly i met her through she she's good friends with a friend of mine and they owned a bikini company and we did a photo shoot and we were kind of blessed with your girlfriend she showed up and did the makeup for us and that's when the first time i met her and she was awesome that was fun so you're an all-around kind of creative, and, and you actually design glasses or sunglasses, or yeah, I, I design sunglasses and optical frames. Yes, you know, I understand that you actually experienced an online situation lately. What happened? You know, I my situation seems a little different than some of the other people's situation. If if I was going to details, my phone kept. I was going on Instagram. And it was a, it was giving me these warnings that I was doing something Instagram like wasn't fond of. Okay, was, so now are you on Instagram for fun, or are you on there for work, or both? I would say definitely it's it's probably work related for me, a lot of work relation. But I also enjoy Instagram just like anybody else, and I also weirdly enough has it's become more of a platform for me to communicate with people than even texting has been. Um, I have a lot of accounts I work with all over the country. Well, I'll take that back all over the world. And, you know, because of the time differences and things like that, you know, a lot of the accounts I work with, you know, Instagram has become a great platform because I can say oh, a beautiful new store image or this is great or that's great. They can respond. I can direct message them. And it's actually become one, a great tool for me. And then as a photographer, it's a portfolio. But yeah, it so it's very of, much work related for you. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie, I love all the funny videos, but I would say 80% of it's work for me. Well, it's really a chronicle. I mean, that that's what it is. You know, 
I was kidding my wife the other day. I said, you know, in the old days, someone would keep a journal. They would lock it, hide it, and die if they thought someone saw it. And today, Instagram is that journal for everyone. But the weird thing about it, Adam, is also people like like John um, and Guinevere, um, just to mention too, I mean, Guinevere gets tons of leads for work. I mean, they are sent to other people when they come to her, but th there is a lot of communication about work happening on Instagram, a lot, especially in, among creatives. So um, the, the, I was curious, when you said accounts around the world, what, what is that just people buying stuff or, uh, or clients for design or photography? Well, well actually, it's... For me, what I'm talking about is, um, like, I have a lot of high-end stores that, like, I've been in the business for so many years that I have relationships with stores from India, Africa, to Brazil, to Mexico, to Turkey, to, I mean, literally, like, 60, 70 countries I've had relationships with over the last 25 years. And the way I communicate with these people is follow them on Instagram. And a lot of them have their stores on Instagram. So the way I keep my relationships up with these people is, you know, you comment on their, cause they're a lot of, a lot of times the high end retailers are not big stores or really intimate stores. And the, the owner's the one that's doing the Instagram. So it's a direct, you know, connection to them and by you, you know, commenting on what they're doing, they like to see you be the one to comment on what they're doing. Um, so for, that's what I mean by with accounts. I mean, yes, of course, you know, on photography, you get stuff from, you know, someone goes to your, you know, webpage or not your webpage, but they go to your Instagram, they see your work, they like it, they could just direct message you, which happens all the time as well. So you are using, you are using it as a, as a, as a, a communication with, uh, with clients and, and other people that you work with and you went on there and you, what was the problem you started to experience? They were telling you were doing it wrong. Uh, yeah, it was. It, well, Instagram. Well, I was saying it was Instagram. It was warning me that what I was doing, what like it was frowned upon by Instagram. Whatever I was doing, I wasn't doing anything except reading a, a message, but it just kept popping up. So finally, after the second time, I actually shut my phone completely off and thought maybe something weird was glitching. Turned my phone back on, went to Instagram, and it asked me to log in. So when I went to log in that's when it just, it was gone in that second. I think within a few seconds I had no, my Instagram was gone. And then within about three minutes, I had a, a WhatsApp text saying, I've stolen your Instagram. And if you want it back, it's going to cost you $200 in Bitcoin. That's kind of chilling. It was the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> I was like almost laughing going, what the hell just happened? And and then I actually started a dialogue with the guy and was like even joking with him going, maybe this is good business to get into. We teach me. And he was like, pay me and I'll teach you. I mean, the guy was, I wasn't talking to a computer. I was talking to somebody. The part that was the hardest for me was there was no way to salvage it. For me, I, would, I was going online and trying to figure out how to get my site back. I couldn't figure out anyone to call on Instagram. I did fill out all the paperwork, no response. And I just thought, like, it's amazing someone can come in and steal something like that. And, you know, you have 10 years of communication. And to be honest, I had friendships and relationships on there. I don't have their numbers. And I probably don't remember what Instagram, their Instagram was to start with. I was, I, it was, it was, I, it was, 
Yeah, to say the least, it sucked, and I was really bummed out. This is a punch. It's like a punch in the gut. It's not. Yeah. No, I could totally understand that. And the one thing about dealing, unfortunately, with Instagram and many of their very big tech platforms, and Travis can even give us more color on this, but Instagram does not mean Insta service. No, <laughs> that's for sure. But before we get into, I do think Travis is going to be able to walk us through this a lot, and he's going to have a ton of questions for you, John. I have a simple one, which is, so you got these, you know, warning, warning things saying you were doing it wrong or they weren't happy with you. Did you get those via the app in, in the DM or did you get it via email or did you get it from both? It was, remember? yes, it was weird. It was just, it was just appearing. I was, it was just appearing on top of my Instagram. Now, Apple or Android phone? Apple. And so you were getting actual warning on top of the screen. So yeah. not integrated in the app. It was sort of like coming from your phone almost. Almost like my phone, which I'll even get even further is I tried to open up a new Instagram. And so I opened a new Instagram under Johnny Juniper. And uh, I can't even get on that now because when I push the icon to go to Instagram, a uh, thing pops up again and says, uh, Instagram sees that you've been buying followers and I haven't even, I think I probably, I haven't even posted one picture or followed one person yet. Um, it says buying followers and you, and your, your Instagram has been compromised and you got to log in again, or you need to change your password. And I'm sitting there going, I'm not going to do anything because my biggest fear is what happened. Once they took over my Instagram, they started attacking all the people that were following me. And I had a lot of friends get hurt by that. And so I've literally not been on Instagram now probably for close to a month, which I know is just going to sound really funny. It took a minute to get, because we're addicted to Instagram, believe it or not. You know, it's like you actually, when you're on it every day, you go to it. And now I haven't had it for a month. I had to go through withdrawal, I'd say. Yeah, no, absolutely. You would have, without question, withdrawal symptoms on that. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Now, you're designing eyewear for some of the biggest brands out there. Um, I imagine if Guinevere is doing your makeup, you have some fairly high profile um, contacts in the world. So what, like, what kind of people were following you who, the, who this, this hacker had access to because they got into your stuff? Well, I mean, I know they got into Ivana, you know, she's an actress. I had That's Ivana Milicevic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my buddy, uh, Daniel Ricardo, which is one of the biggest formula one racers. Wow. Uh, I had, I mean, I, I have, yeah, I had so a they were lot going of after blue checks. Yeah. They were going after anyone. I actually feel like there's software that they go, goes after everybody that, cause I was hearing that they were, they attacked everyone. I had friends that had 150 followers that had this, got that same email saying that, you know, you've, it basically was an email saying that you've, you, you've done something to a copyright. You have 24 hours to appeal this and you got to press something and when you press that and you log in that's when they steal it okay all right it's time for travis travis you got any, you have some questions for john yeah i have some questions and uh some of the advice i can give is unfortunately going to be uh retroactive um so first and foremost uh when you were getting the uh message about uh buying followers uh can you tell me a little bit more detail about that yeah so so, yeah, this is the w weird thing. And just I, someone said, try to log in on your computer. And I did it on my computer, and the same message came up. Um, so 
when you log in it, it to when I log I changed my email I started a new tried to start a new you know Instagram and uh, right when I did that um, it, everything seemed to be working fine and then like the first day I went to push it, the icon on my phone to go to Instagram a thing would pop up and it says Instagram it says uh, your account's been compromised um, something about um, you know, you can see that you've been purchasing followers or something like that. And, and basically that it's not, it's, it's frowned upon or whatever by Instagram and that I needed to change my password. I have to change my password. But that just sounds like such bullshit to me. Excuse me. But one tricky thing, um, again, that really only, uh, it, it's not of much help now, I'm sure. Um, but if you go to Instagram, um, for both the desktop and the mobile app, if you go to your settings and then security, it will tell you messages that were sent specifically from Instagram. So that is right there, a very good way to be able to tell whether or not something's on the level or not. So what is that again? How do you do it? Just just for all of us who didn't hear it the first time? Sure. Uh, when you go to Instagram, you click on your profile and then go to your settings. And then under settings, there's another uh, little uh, menu item there called security. And in there, there's something that will say um, something to the uh, effect of messages from Instagram. And there will be two types of categories. One will be security messages from Instagram and others, and the other is other messages from Instagram. So if you happen to be getting any kind of notification there saying, you know, we think you were trying to buy stuff. Um, if it was actually from Instagram, which sounds unlikely, that would pop up uh, under that. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. It's actually emails from Instagram. Is what emails it says. from Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I don't have any. Uh, the other thing is if Instagram actually catches wind of what they think might be an account hack, they'll send an email from one specific email address, and that is security at mail.instagram.com. Google does say that, and a quick Google search reveals <laughs> that there are is an Instagram official message, real real deal, that says, tell me if this sounds familiar, John. Uh, and this is a quote. It looks like you shared your password with a service to help you get more likes or followers. Okay, so that's, that's what, I, I think that's what it says. Now, did you ever, did you ever buy likes or followers? No, I, I brand new, I, I just started the Instagram. I wouldn't even know how to buy followers. And, and I haven't even put on one post. I think I, I don't even think I followed anybody yet. I might have followed hmm. five people, you know, hmm. something like that. It was like the same day, but I did get that. Um, that's what it sounded like. I the the warning I got sounded something like that. Yes. The plot gets thicker. Let's talk about weight loss. Most of us have been there, struggling with the ups and downs. You lose some weight, then it creeps back. But forget those endless cycles of juice cleanses, soup diets, and the latest fad workouts. There's a better way. The Rope Body Program pairs a weekly weight loss shot with a real lifestyle change so you can lose weight and actually keep it off. Need support? Rose got you covered every step of the way. And guess what? You can do it all from the comfort of your own home. No more doctor's appointments, no more waiting rooms. It's that simple. Ready to take charge of your weight? Head over to row.co slash Adam to sign up today. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in a year. That's with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to row.co slash 
Adam, sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash A-D-A-M. So here's the deal. I use Yahoo Finance. I use it to make money because it works, not just because they're a sponsor of the show. Heck, I've been using them for years before they ever called to become a sponsor. I do a lot of investing and I need to make split second financial decisions. And that's where Yahoo Finance comes in. I trade stocks and I trade options and you can't trade them in a vacuum. You've got to know what's going on. Yahoo Finance gives you the opportunity to look at the whole picture. I mean, breaking news, editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts. I love the customizable charts. They have it all. At Yahoo Finance, I'm part of a community of over 90 million users. You heard me. 90 million folks use Yahoo Finance because they're helping you on your way to financial success. Visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com, yahoofinance.com. So I know, uh, I just keep bringing her up, but Guinevere had a situation not that long ago where somebody must have bought followers for her. Something happened and a lot of followers came piling in and they all came piling out because she reported it and said, this isn't right. So I'm wondering if there are these API hacks that are happening where people are grabbing accounts and futzing around with them. It would make a certain amount of sense um, because if you wanted to either uh, sort of pad your profile to make uh, to make a uh, say taken over account look more legitimate, or to immediately try to get Instagram to block or ban that account or wait, freeze you're talking it. about Adam's profile padding thing. So you're so like if I hacker hacker boba boba bo want to look more like a a regular dude. I will make John Juniper and all of his friends follow me. Right. So if you happen to get, say, a DM from someone who has a new account and one to two followers, you're going to say, like, that looks suspicious. If you see something from, say, Bobo, 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 uh, and they have three, five, six thousand followers, then you're going to say, you know, okay. some of them and you know that right. they follow people, you know. Yeah, that's it. That is the padding thing. No, and in and, and, and the world of Instagram, it's the. It, the more followers you have, the more real you are, even to your own followers going on. And if there's connections between those followers and people you know, that really does add a layer of legitimacy that you, you can't buy. But you can hack, apparently. I have a super hard time believing John can't set up any Instagram account with a new email address. Talk to us. I think the question is if you were trying to set it up with the uh, with the new email address, but the old phone number, for instance, was that the case, or was it just a completely clean email with no uh, no, no connection? No, I probably used the same phone number. That's someone was saying. Someone's saying you got to change everything, but what do you do with if you need a number? Right, I, th I think that's the thing there. That if you had the same phone number on there, as far as Insta Instagram's concerned, they would just say you were being suspicious on this phone number at that email address. Now you're being suspicious on the same phone number with a uh, new email address. But Travis, you can you can get a new phone number. You can even have a new phone number added to your existing device, right? Right. Yeah, that's easy enough to set up. What might be helpful there is uh, just through Google Voice. You can do that for free. 
um, where if you have a Google account, you can set up a new Google Voice account and then uh, set up a new phone number through that. Moving on then, time is of the essence, so I need your acquiescence if we're going to save this fellow. So Travis, time is of the essence. What right. does that mean? Well, what happens in a lot of cases is if someone takes over your Instagram account, um, you have two primary means of uh, authentication, your email address and your phone number. So if a hacker compromises your account and changes your email address, but hasn't changed your phone number, if you go right away and say, uh, you know, please text me a code uh, to log in, then you can jump on that and then just uh, switch out the email address. If you don't move quickly enough, uh, with time, a hacker would most likely change both. That's something that um, Andre Crail was also saying, that they will, uh, through this uh, API connection, will update um, your phone number and email address to something uh, more benefiting them. I mean, what do you think the life expectancy is on that? How fast do you have to move? I would say as fast as you can without also uh, <laughs> bothering to stop to check that the uh, message that you're getting is legitimate. One of the primary uh, tools in a threat actor's toolkit is getting you to panic and act quickly. So if they send you a link saying like, hey, your password's compromised, uh, please update it here. And then you uh, say, oh no, I really depend on Instagram for a lot. You go to a, uh, say, spoofed page or something like that, or uh, you uh, respond to a DM that you're getting from someone claiming to be operating on behalf of uh, tech support and you provide your credentials and then they're off to the races. So I know I noticed mine was changed all within the one minute, right? Everything, Gosh. the phone number, the, the, the email address. It was like, that's where I thought it was some sort of software. Cause I saw that it was all within the same minute. I got all the emails or back to back to back. And that was all within. And when minute. did you start hearing from your friends that they were getting contacted? Uh, I would say within, I, w I would say within the hour, I started getting like, you got hacked, you got hacked. And then I quickly started texting people as fast as I could that I knew had a lot of followers just saying, Hey, I got hacked. Hey, I got hacked. You know, just don't do anything. You know, it took me a minute to figure out what was happening because I something like this never happened to me before. And then people started sending me, emails sending me pictures of what they were getting and then i quickly as best as i could started emailing as many people as i could or texting as many people so as what I could. were they receiving they were receiving something from instagram saying that they have broken a copyright infringement and that they had 24 hours their their instagram was going to be shut down unless they hit a link and the link was called um what was it called it was um what's it called when you debate something or uh, that's the word. Uh, dispute. dispute, yeah. And they had to click something to said Basically, you got to dispute this within 24 hours. It, and it looked looked legit. I'll be honest. I, it, you know, when I saw my friends, I'm like, oh man, some of my friends are going to get screwed because they're not. No. Well, there's and there's no question what what these folks do is they really, really try hard to catch you at a moment of distraction, and then to send you something where urgency is like the number one thing. Sure, so or create a moment of urgency. Correct. So John, to me, is sounding uh, a lot like a, the HVAC company uh, with Home Depot, like that he might have been targeted. Absolutely. So many people go, you know, no one would want to hack me. I'm just a regular person. And uh, the truth is that to a hacker, regardless of who you are, as far as they're concerned, you're Jay-Z, you're Beyonce, you're Adam Levine. I mean, you got what they want. 
either they're looking for your information and, uh, and financial, medical, whatever, or they view you as a conduit to somebody else or something else. So in the case of Target, they, they knew they couldn't go through the front door because Target was a you know, well-financed, massive, iconic organization. So they found a way to uh, compromise somebody who worked at a subcontractor for Target and then use the access of that subcontractor to get into the Target systems. So in your case, you're not only somebody who is known, but your connections are very well known and so they may say, well, let me go after John because I really have my eye on this particular company or this particular individual. It's like for them, they've hit the mother load. Hmm. All right. So that's all the bad news. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I think, I wonder, I want to know. It's like, other than like, that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play, you know? So. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I, I had a funniest, the thing that happened to me too, which is crazy, is I ended up, like I had a bucket list thing to shoot Victoria's Secret, right? And I shot this girl, Elsa Husk, like the week before it happened. And I mean, she has millions of followers and and all of a sudden my Instagram is gone. And I finally got like this great story, uh, nice editorial with, you know, all this stuff and nobody could tag me. She couldn't tag me. You know, VS couldn't tag me. Nobody could tag me because I had nothing to tag. That's really serious in your business. That's no joke. That was a big deal for me. It really was a big deal for me. But, that's a, that's almost know. when you feel like you've 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 won the Emmy, but they canceled your show. I mean, it's, it's very yeah, frustrating. Exactly. So, Travis, I mean, uh, from so far, what I'm tracking here is that the the silver lining here is. Um, we don't know what the handle for John's new Instagram account is going to be, but we do know that he's going to change, get a different phone number to associate with a new account and set one up. And then we're going to help him get a ton of new followers. So, or the old <laughs> ones back. But the question is, do you think that's going to solve his problem and at least get him back on Instagram? And what else this time of the essence question, like what else can you do in the first couple of seconds? I mean, is it really a question of like, you know that game when you put your hand on, on someone slaps a hand on top of a hand on top of a hand on top of a hand and whoever ends up on the top loses or I don't know how it works, but at any rate, is it that way with these hackers where you just kind of have to beat them to um, the dispute center? Yeah, it's a, it's a good idea to send the dispute as quickly as possible. Um, again, especially if they, if, Instagram has happened to send you an email because if someone does jump on, if it's uh, jump on and then change the email address and phone number, that will often trigger a security alert from Instagram to the email address that you have on file. And as long as it's actually from help.instagram.com, uh, it's not to say that email addresses can't be uh, spoofed, um, but that is most likely going to be the uh, first place that you go. But people are um, playing disputing, are, are, are playing dueling dis disputations or whatever, dis dis dispute complaints or whatever. Right. But if you get an email um, to what was already your verified email address and then yeah. say that was not me, then that, mm -hmm. will, uh, that will reverse it a lot more quickly. Uh, Instagram does have an official, you know, so you've been hacked for and that you can fill out online and that you could, uh, uh, you uh, provide identification saying, 
you know, this is who I am. And, uh, you know, my account's been taken over and it take, it can take days, uh, sometimes if they uh, respond to, you, uh, but they can restore access. Also, if you happen to have a connected, uh, Facebook account, in some cases you can try contacting uh, Facebook support and just say, Hey, I'm on Facebook here. I'm on Instagram here. And then if you can actually, uh, reach someone through the support on Facebook, then they'll say, okay, it does look like this has been changed over. And then they can, uh, Facebook support, uh, since Facebook owns Instagram, can also either unlock the account or reset it for you. But you're also being a little careful there. You know that there's another move there, um, but a little more manipulative that can make right. Facebook move faster. And that is, John, if you say, hey, I'm I've got like five grand I want to spend on advertising and promoting posts, but I can't do it because my Instagram account is <laughs> locked. Can you help me out? <laughs> they will. Right. It's amazing how fast they'll move when there's a sale on the line. Of course, if you could basically say in two minutes, you're going to be receiving a communication from Mark Zuckerberg. Can you help me out? Uh, right. <laughs> hey, everyone. We are live from my backyard. So, so the best, the best thing that John can do now is um, find himself a new phone number, whether that's through Google Voice or some other way, and then use that to set up a new account. And then we just have to start a campaign to get you your followers back. But it, uh, and and I think I I didn't say that it was a a new email as well. You will have to you'll have to start with a fresh email on it that hasn't been used on Instagram and a new phone number. Am I right, Travis? That's right. But the, uh, you know, the bottom line with all of this is that these platforms have to find another way to more effectively and efficiently service people who go through this. Because unfortunately, this is becoming more and more a part of what we talk about where we say breaches of the third certainty in life. Well, the Instagram accounts are going to be or... Uh, Facebook accounts are going to be taken over by bad guys, and there's got to be a way for the good guys uh, to get their accounts restored without having to go through the agony of new phone number, new email. I mean, I know it's a fact of life today, but you know, hopefully one of the messages that can come out of all of this is there's got to be a better way. Now, before we go, because I know, John, John, you've got, you've got eyeglasses to make people to talk to about them. And all that, I, I wanted to just ask, um, there's this open question as to whether your phone had malware on it. Um, the fact that they communicated with you via WhatsApp could be as simple as they found you through. WhatsApp is also owned by Facebook. It's all connected in some cases. So it could be as simple as that. But um, there are some programs out there that can tell you whether or not your phone has been affected by malware. And um, one of them I recently used, it's called iMazing and, um, and it, and it actually can be, uh, one, uh, one of many tools, uh, that you can use the main tool being though, the one that Adam was talking about, which is when in doubt, it doesn't rhyme. Don't do anything. Just try to get your wits about you and slow down because they're really looking for you to panic. No, without question, the whole goal is to take a busy person, like in your case, and do something that is going to require an instantaneous response while they're in the process of living their day, doing what they need to do, and they, they get people to respond. And unfortunately, 
Sometimes a super quick response can end up leaving you with a very long recovery period. Um, one other uh, quick note about the iMazing is it's uh, it's paid for software, but it'll give you a free trial. Um, and with that free trial, you can run the spyware scam on it. Um, but the caveat that we always say is if you're going to get any uh, any kind of app, if it's VPN or security or anything like that, and it's free, uh, don't trust it. Well, listen, thank you so much. And, and again, thank you for sharing your story on our show because it's, uh, it's very important for our listeners as well as for you to sort of talk about, <laughs> think about new ways that you can better protect yourself. All right, man. Have a good day. Thanks a lot. Hey, thank you, guys. It's nice meeting all of you. And again, thank you for giving a shit, I guess the best way to put it. No one cares about, not enough people care about each other anymore. So when I see people caring about other people, it's pretty awesome. Makes me feel good at least. This spring, get out there, enjoy the weather, and recapture the magic of riding a bike with electric e-bike. With an amazing variety of models built for riders of all abilities, it's never been easier to fall in love with riding again. Plus, every electric e-bike ships free and only requires quick, toolless assembly. This is my first ever e-bike, and the experience has just been great. I was a little bit intimidated at first because I hadn't gone biking in a while, but the 500-watt motor that the electric e-bike comes with really gives you a nice little boost, especially if you're trying to go uphill or pick up some speed. Data shows that e-bike riders take their bike out more often. That means... You get more exercise, more exploration, and wait for it, fresh air. And riding an e-bike isn't like, it's not cheating. It's just making it possible for you to be out there longer on each ride. And speaking of things going a little slower, you can finance an electric e-bike for as little as $49 a month. Get into spring with electric e-bikes, the number one selling e-bikes in the nation. Get your adventure started at electricebikes.com. And please mention that What the Hack with Adam Levin sent you in the post-checkout survey. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. So, Bo and Adam, you guys know I'm a bit of a uh, privacy geek, if you will. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you are. Yeah, totally. I, I really just don't like the idea that just about anyone can find you online, can find out where you live or your email address, or your phone number or anything. I just think that entire idea is super creepy. There's so much of my data already out there, but is there something that you can do? Yeah, actually, you can use Delete Me. Delete Me is a service that pretty much does the heavy lifting for you, where they go to all the data brokers that they have on file and uh, just pull your data and delete it on a regular basis. I use it. I like it. And they make it quick, easy, and safe to remove your personal data online. Well, yeah, with these data brokers, they can accumulate huge amounts of your personally identifiable information. And if all that information gets into the hands of a bad actor, that opens you up to a lot of risk. And if you act now, you can get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash WTH and use promo code WTH. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash WTH and enter promo code WTH at checkout. That's joindeleteme.com slash WTH, promo code WTH, which stands for What the Hack. And we thank you for supporting Delete Me and What the Hack. So, John had a real vested interest in his Instagram account. They asked for $200 worth of Bitcoin. Is it ever worth just paying the price and getting your account back? 
Well, it depends what the government says and how you feel. Well, no, I'm asking about, like, not John, because John's not here to answer for himself, but, like, just a person who got hacked. Like, where's the line? Because I know some municipalities have paid. They've decided to just pay and get it over with, and others have said no, and the government says don't do it. But So what do you do? Well, you know, the, the issue with ransomware versus with other forms of hacking is it's not what your data is worth out there on the dark web, but it's what does access to your data mean to you? Or in this case, access to Instagram mean to you? And some people go, because, you know, the, the way this was originally done is they would ask for a small amount. In this case, this is 200 And once you paid it, they would go away. Uh, today, of course, things have become more complicated, and depending upon the size of the target, uh, they will lock up your data. They will then threaten that they will release your data. They will find a way to scare you to the point where you will, you will pay. And then after you pay, they will then take the data that they copied that you didn't think they had, and they will then go to the people on your database and say, what's it worth to you to have your information not out there on the dark web? Oh, yeah. And, and maybe sell it on the dark web, which maybe that's what happened to John there with his phone number recently popping up. But also, um, what would you say the, the occurrences of people who pay and don't get their information back is? It's really high. Um, I think it was something to the effect of uh, at least 50 percent. Uh, it, it depends a lot on both the type of attack. If it's a account takeover, that's one thing. If it's a ransomware attack, that's something else. Uh, if it's a major company versus a uh, you know, relatively small account. So the statistics are uh, sort of difficult to come by with any real degree of accuracy. But at the same time, it's enough that you should take the uh, guarantee of a cyber criminal holding your uh, data hostage with a pretty significant amount of uh, skepticism. So, so, so emphasis on hack with hacker because they may not be a top flight engineer and they may screw it up. They may not know how to give it back to you. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, Instagram could get the uh, could get the you know command to get the account back in your hands, and then Instagram could just sort of say, "Well, that looks suspicious. We're definitely not doing that." I mean, <laughs> that could in and of itself trigger their security and uh, right. make them freeze the account on there. And that's the issue, Adam, with ransomware as a service, which absolutely that's where it, you know it's a service that somebody develops it, and then somebody buys it. And the person who developed it gets a VIG every time that they, they use the ransomware. Now, if you're not from the New York uh, tri-state area, you may not know the word VIG, unless you really like criminal movies, which Adam and I love. But it's, We do it, love, we do love. Mob movies the, are high on our list. Uh, VIG basically means your commission. They get a commission. They get, it's almost like a licensing fee, if you think about it. If you can, if you no, look it really at it is a licensing fee. Well, one of the things to keep in mind, too, as far as John's concerned, is um, if he knows that his phone number is popped up in the dark web, you don't know what the other fields are of the data that he's on. And one thing could say, um, it could just be a yes or no field saying, will he pay if uh, hit up for ransom? So that could, that could be part of his profile that's available right now in the dark web, just saying, here's his you know, name, here's his phone number, this guy will pay. Yeah, easy mark. One of the things too is we we've been hearing a lot about the, the sort of Instagram hack. There's uh, Instagram as a ban uh, services. There are account takeovers. Um, 
the ransom and extortion and the like. And I think at this point, I, what I'm hoping is that uh, Facebook and Instagram actually start securing uh, their product a little bit better uh, because of the fact that you can't really expect every single person who's being affected by this to be able to go through this number of steps to be able to get their account back. It's, yeah, it's extremely time consuming. It's tedious. You don't know if it's gonna end up working out. And if Instagram can figure out a couple of settings to tweak or a couple of ways to lock that down or make it more difficult, um, then I think they could, you know, potentially be helping thousands, if not millions of their customers. So the moral of the story, until Instagram and Facebook and other of the large platforms figure out a way to make it easier to solve problems, come to us. So listen, if you like What the Hack with Adam Levin, keep listening. Download it every week. It, we're here every week. And, um, and you can really help people find the show by doing a few things. One of them is writing a review. But if you don't have time, Adam, what else can they do? Give us five stars. And we're available wherever you get your podcasts. What the Hack with Adam Levin is a production of Loud Tree Media. It's produced by Andrew Stephen, the man with two first names. You can find us online at loudtreemedia.com and on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Adam K. Levin.